This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com, H-A-W-G-Sports.com. Coming to you from the Hyatt Regency, Birmingham, the Winfrey Hotel. Facility so nice they named it twice. It just means more. SEC kickoff media days 2021. I just thought it was kind of stupid that they changed it. It's just so jumbled, so many words. But it's absolutely accurate. I mean, this is the event that really reminds you. Football right around the corner. Two and a half weeks away from the start of fall camp. Six weeks away from the kickoff of the season. I mean, it is right there. And this is the one that gets your juices flowing. Lets you rem- I mean, you don't even think about it. until. You- I mean, you're thinking about it, but you don't even really realize it until you get here. And it's been more subdued than it's been in years past. It's not the same energy level of, you know, media just following coaches around, cameramen walking backwards in the face of a coach, crowd of fans down here in the lobby. You know, there's only two players here for each team. There's there's fewer media. They have to be spaced out a little more, all the COVID stuff. And it's been a couple of years since I've been to Birmingham. But uh, last time, it, I guess it was in Atlanta, and then last year it was canceled. But uh, it's still a big event, and it, it's still really important to do stuff like this. And you know, it's the first one for Sam Pittman. I thought he did a great job today, to be honest. Um, you know, I would say to people that I think he catches people off guard a little bit, especially people that haven't seen him in this venue, and really nobody has in this kind of environment because this is his first media days. But I think he catches people off guard a little bit because he's just kind of, you know, oh, shucks, I don't know the answer to that. I only made an 18 on my ACT, you know. Just that humble attitude, but don't be fooled by it. Do not be fooled by that because he'll slit your throat and drink your blood just like anybody else in this conference who's worth a damn. And that's just how you have to be in the SEC. To have any kind of success, you got to have that attitude. And Joe Kimes was absolutely right when he quoted that, when he said that uh, all those years ago. Now, I'll say this for Arkansas 92% of the team is vaccinated. And I'm not getting into vaccination levels and percentages and all that stuff. I'm just saying, as a football team, it's really important because. You stand next to somebody for 10 minutes or whatever who has COVID, you don't have to quarantine. The only reason you would ever have to quarantine or get tested, period, is if you're showing symptoms. So for a team like Arkansas, 92% of the building is quarantined, or 92% of the building is is vaccinated versus a team like Auburn, which has 60%. I mean, there's only six teams in the SEC that are at that 80% marks of vaccination. So like, if you're serious, you want to win, you don't want to worry about having to lose a bunch of your team, you know, your teammates on a Friday before the the kickoff, you kind of got to do it. Now, this team has 23 seniors, including 11 super seniors. That's what they're calling the guys with the bonus year, 11 super seniors. That's usually a good sign for a program. Now, I mean, I don't know that I can ever remember 23 scholarship seniors. I don't know if that's ever happened before, but still, that's a lot of seniors coming back. And, you know, other teams have a lot of seniors because they could have come back and stuff like that, but I don't know that anybody in the SEC has as many as Arkansas does. You have 20 starters returning, well, 19. You have 19 starters returning because Mike Woods decided to up and leave. And, you know, everybody here, you know, Myron Cunningham, whatever, has said, and that's what you're supposed to say. It's a business decision. Wish you nothing but the best. 
you can wish somebody the best but still be pissed at them. You can do both. And if you're not pissed also, I think there's something wrong with you. I don't understand how you wouldn't be a little pissed at that. I mean, you got 20 stars returning, you got a good vibe, a good culture, you feel like things are in place, and you know, you lose a guy after the spring like that who's a starter for you. Not a guy that was on the bench or something, but a starter. I don't want to make this a whole Mike Woods thing, and you know, I don't want to talk about tampering or anything like that. I'm not saying, oh, you tampered. You know, they're the only school I heard he was going to before he ever entered the portal, but I'm not saying that. But it is a problem. I mean, there are teams out there that are using other teams' roster as their own recruiting territory. And if it wasn't a problem, then Commissioner Greg Sankey would not have brought it up on Monday, and he did. It happens. I'm not saying it happened in this situation, but I'm just saying that's been one of the topics. Uh, speaking of OU, another big topic, and almost kind of to bury the lead, because this has been the big story inadvertently. It wasn't supposed to be. This has been the big story. OU in Texas potentially joining the SEC, a 16-team Super, super conference. Are we for that or are we against it? Is it good for Arkansas or is it bad for Arkansas? I think it's bad for Texas A&M. If it's bad for Texas A&M, maybe it's good for Arkansas. I saw a graphic where they had this pod because they were talking about doing all these 14 pods in the SEC. So, I mean, if you just have two divisions, I mean, Tennessee isn't coming to Arkansas again until like 2033. I mean, like, it's already stretched a little bit. Like, is it really a conference? Is it really a conference if you have 16 teams and you only play eight games? Mm, not really. So they've been talking about all these pods, and this one guy had this graphic starting to rain on me. This one guy had this graphic of all the northern teams, and it was Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. So if it's like that, then sure, maybe it is a good thing for Arkansas. You know, I don't know if like Texas is a big like scare. I mean, they've got so much potential. They spend so much money on athletics and stuff, but it's not like they just tear it up year after year. You know, Oklahoma is really the school that's been, you know, really, really good over the last several, several years, decades, whatever. But I would, I wonder like if they would do like, it's starting to rain. I wonder if they would start, like, I know they wouldn't, but it'd just be funny to think about like Gladiator, but with the Texas horns up, horns down. Like, are you going to vote Texas in or not? And it's like, but I think it's probably going to happen. I think, I mean, I think it's probably going to happen. And, and, you know, they're meeting about it. I mean, there's obviously something happening out there. It's not just like a rumor. It's, it's real. So it's something to definitely follow closely. And uh, we'll see where things go on that. But back to Arkansas. You know, one of the questions that I asked Grant Morgan, and I thought he did a great job answering this because I knew the answer, but I'd forgotten it. You know, 12.3 tackles per game to lead the SEC last year. First team all SEC on AP and coaches. What do you have to gain by coming back? How are you going to improve your draft stock? You're not getting any taller. How are you going to improve your draft stock? How are you going to improve on last year? And his answer, winning. He is 100% right. If you go back and look at like the years where Arkansas had a really good team, they get a lot of players drafted. The bad years, they don't. It doesn't matter, like Jonathan Marshall, for example. Jonathan Marshall is better, in my opinion, than a six-round draft pick. He's better than that. And had Arkansas won a bunch more games, I think that probably would have been reflected in his where he was drafted. So, great answer by Grant Morgan. And Grant, this event is like made for a guy like Grant Morgan. He can talk, he can sell anything. I don't think it's any surprise that he announced his first endorsement the other day. I'm surprised, actually, that he has only one, and he didn't have a bunch more endorsements because that guy can sell, and I think he did a great job selling Arkansas's program today. 
So what else about Arkansas that's, we, we kind of just uh, glossed over a little bit about the 19 starters returning, but you know, five starters on the offensive line returning, 45 total starts out of 50. And you know, I, I was talking to Sam Pittman in the spring. He just came over and talked to me a little bit. He's like, well, I think we're gonna have a pretty dang good football team this year. I'm like, well, when have you had 20 starters returning, which is what it was back then. And he's like, well, never. He's like, but I think we're gonna have some guys beat some other guys out. So they've got some competition, particularly, you know, defensive backfield. He talked about that a lot where they've got what he calls their best too deep is the secondary. That's what he thinks is the best too deep. And uh, says he's got some good competition going there. And then offensive line, you've got, you know, Bo Lemmer and uh, Ty Clary on one side and then Brady Latham and, and Luke Jones on the left side. So you've got some good competition going there. Maybe some young guys will start showing up and, and start making a little bit of a push. But, uh, I thought it was interesting, and I, I'm going back to Mike Woods a little bit, but when Pittman was asked about Devion Moore, I guess I asked him that question, actually. Uh, you know, just about injured players coming back, and Devion, how is he doing? Because he missed the spring, he had that ACL tour, and, uh, tear, and he said you know, that he thought that Devion was the second best wide receiver on the team last year before he got hurt. He was asked again later about Mike Woods, and he said, I already said I thought Devion was the second best wide receiver we had. And I think the Mike Woods thing hurts more in perception than anything else, but... Um, you know, it, I don't want to say it is what it is because I hate that saying, but it is. Let's, let's move on, right? It's, it's not – that thing, that situation to me hurts Arkansas more in perception than anything else. So, anyway, SEC media days. It's a wrap. What else was I going to cover? I think I nailed everything I wanted to say. I feel like I did. You guys excited for football? Let me know in the comments below. You know, I don't normally do this on a walk and talk, but I do want to mention, you know, because it's the start, it's the start of football season. We're about to embark on a wild fall camp and we got more access, you know, things are going to open up a little bit more. We may not do like breakout sessions with the players and stuff like we did here today, you know, maybe more behind the podium, but more in-person stuff. And so it's going to be a little bit different. Everybody who's been with us who are members right now know how we overanalyze everything, how we blow out stuff. We're just going to outwork everybody. Today is the last day that we're doing a 50% off deal. We're just kind of doing it in conjunction with SEC Media Day. So today's Thursday, what is it, the 22nd? At 10.59 p.m. tonight, Central Daylight Time, our 50% off deal ends. So if you want Hog Sports for 50% off, it breaks down to $1.03 a week. It's a great deal. It's like, it's less than 15 cents a day. It is a great deal. And Today's the last day to sign up, so there's no promo code. You just go to hawgsports.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. Sign up for the deal. You'll see the banners there. Do it before 10.59 p.m. tonight, and you'll get the site for 50% off. It's worth it for just the content that we just pour out. I mean, we, like I said, we do, we do some free stuff. We do a lot of VIP well-researched stuff, too. Curtis Wilkerson's basketball content, Danny West recruiting coverage. We like to think we are... Do it better than anybody else. So come check us out. You got nothing to lose. You got a dollar three a week to lose. So anyway, I appreciate you guys for supporting this channel, watching the walk and talk. If you like this kind of stuff, come see what we got for our VIP subscribers behind the curtains. You'll be glad you did. All right, everybody. I'm going to sign out. Got some things to take care of. We got a lot of content to produce, but I appreciate everybody for watching and, uh, be sure to tune in to Hog Sports for all of our coverage out of SEC Media Days. We've got a lot of stuff coming out over the next few days. So thanks for joining us. This has been Trey Biddy coming to you from Hoover, Alabama. 
the Hyatt Regency, Birmingham, the Winfrey Hotel, SEC Kickoff Media Days 2021. We'll catch you next time. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.